Well, good morning, church. It's great to have you here with us again this Sunday morning. And uh, we are in week two of Stories of Hope. Last week, we had Sandy with us, and she shared an incredible testimony of God at work in her life. And this morning, we are joined by Andy and Louisa. And it's great to have you guys here with us this morning. And I know you guys are very nervous (laughs) to be here, but we're going to be super relaxed, and uh, you guys have got an incredible story to tell. And I want to start by asking um, Louisa something woke you up. It was probably maybe four or five years ago. Um, Maybe less. Two Two years ago. Yeah. That recent. Two years ago, something woke you up in the middle of the night and something pretty amazing happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yes, it did. So about two and a half years ago, um, Andy, we were Oh, it's a long story, but we were going through um, a few different things. Um, and anyway, I just woke up in the middle of the night just with an absolute sense that I needed to pray over Andy and specifically over his mind. Um, that hadn't really ever happened to me before. So I um, I took the prompting and I, I he was sound asleep, um, but I just put my hand on his head and just started praying. And um, yeah, I, I think we just uh, experienced a... Um, I don't know, how would you explain it? What happened? What happened? Did you, well, you were asleep? Did you wake yeah. up? I woke up and I won't go into too much detail, but basically it felt like I had a deliverance from something pretty bad. Um, yeah. I didn't mm. know that Louise was praying for me. I just woke up and really felt like um, God was in the room. Uh, but also I was being delivered from something. I was struggling with a bit of mental health and a few career decisions and the last couple of months had been bad and I don't know, the next day when I was kind of processing what happened, I thought maybe um, it was God working in that situation and I felt great the next day. Same problems, same burdens to work through but I really felt a weight lifted off my shoulders Mm -hmm. and then a couple of weeks later, I had uh, what I'd call a vision. In a, it was a dream, like I was asleep. Um, and it definitely wasn't a dream, put it that way. And again, it was a sense of deliverance. God was delivering me from something. And I'm not sure whether it was like evil or something like that. This was really strange because we're not really yeah, spiritual yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> so we were trying to work out what this was. And we just realized it was God saying, I'm going to take this from you. Yeah. Mm. Um, we'd made a few decisions in our Christian walk as well on those, on, on, at that time and I really felt God was saying, oh, I'm yeah. going to get rid of all the trouble, put it onto me and yeah. I'll look after it for you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was pretty amazing because, as mm. I said, we're not really yeah, seeking so, those things. Yeah. I didn't seek them at all. Mm. Yeah. Both these episodes had just, it, were at night. Yeah. yeah. It was just funny because I was, yeah, it literally just woke me up in the night and I just, I knew it was just a sense of urgency. I just yeah. needed to pray for him and, um, yeah, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. It was, you know, Amazing we, hadn't, we hadn't really experienced something quite like that before. Yeah. Um, and then there was just such a great sense of peace over our situation, which sure. had been so difficult. Um, but we both felt like we were then equipped to yeah. face it. Yeah. Because you guys haven't grown up in like a super charismatic Pentecostal sort of background <laughs> that this would be a normal experience. This was something that was pretty unusual for you guys. So tell us a bit about where you grew up and, and how you came to faith. Well, I, um, I don't 
really remember ever not being a Christian, so I was really blessed. I was born into a loving Christian home. I had Christian parents and grandparents and raised me up, and um, I've always been a Christian. I've always had a sense of, um, a, you know, a real sense of God, and yep. I've always trusted him and followed him and everything. Um, but it definitely, um, you know, I, I guess I had a very stable, uh, stable life, so I, um, I never really had too many challenges, I yep. guess. So, yep. um, so for you, Andy, you came, became Christian a bit later in life? Yeah, I became a Christian when I was about 17. Uh, my family went to the same church as Louise's, but I didn't really go. We were the Christmas, Easter Christians. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, my grandma and my like, long here family history at that church. Uh, but dad came to me one, one day and said, I want you to go to the confirmation class. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Anyway, kind of was forced into it, and thankfully, yeah, I was saved um, then, and met Louisa there, so I thought it was an even better idea, so <laughs> stuck around, and yeah, praise God, like, I was kind of at that age where I was kind of starting to go down a path of probably not the best yep. things, and yeah, really thankful, I met a great bunch of mates, and yeah, started my Christian walk from there, which was pretty challenging, trying to stop a life I was living and then start a Christian walk yeah, uh, at that, at that age. age is pretty hard so yeah, um, yeah. that's kind of how I became a, a Christian so uh, we went to a church in Sydney and yeah not really much spiritual uh, aspects at all so yeah. a lot of, a lot of um, knowledge about the Bible which was yeah. awesome obviously so Anglican church you said yeah. you grew up in yeah, yeah. Sydney yeah. Anglican church and we love our Anglican brothers and sisters because they, they, <laughs> oh, they preach the word very faithfully yeah I have a lot to be thankful for from my yeah. upbringing um, yep. definitely yeah um, God was definitely in that church and in the people that I met there um, but I don't know we just we, I guess we just didn't have as much life experience either and we yeah. hadn't maybe been faced with um, it was one way of yeah. doing a Christian life. Yep. One way that's of working right. with God, and that's been the exciting since since leaving Sydney. Lots of different churches mm. and opened our eyes to lots of ways that we can be with God. And sure. So you had a, a bit of a dream or a passion to have a certain career. Was that from an early age? Yeah, I always wanted to fly helicopters since I was a kid, yep. and I was supposed to join the uh, army and, and go down that path. But again, met Louisa at that time and. Chose her over helicopters. <laughs> Good decision. And yeah, we had a really, really comfortable life in Sydney, and um, yeah, life was going well. But then there became an opportunity to uh, pursue this career in aviation again. Um, and when Charlotte was two weeks old, I moved the family up to Cairns, <laughs> which was pretty hard. And that was kind of the start of a, a long journey for us. Yeah, um, leaving our support network and and sort of getting out there and doing life on our own, yeah. uh, which, was, which was hard, but, but great as well. Yeah. I remember you telling me earlier about your dad um, being uh, a bit unfulfilled in his career ambitions and, and maybe that driving you to, to secure the perfect job and the perfect career, thinking that might give you some sense of significance or? Yeah, I really felt for me to be a good dad and a good husband that I had to have a career that I really enjoyed. Um, so I wouldn't bring frustrations home. I needed to be 100% um, happy in my job to be a, a good father and a good husband. That was my yep. thought process, which... Mm. Um, so that happened when you moved to Cairns? <laughs> yeah, in a, in a sense, life was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He wasn't yeah. a pilot for the first few years. It was um, a crewman in helicopter rescue work, and you were really happy, um, but that 
desire to still be a pilot was still there. Um, and so you sort of pursued that. And it was going really well, it really was, um, until, yeah, until some massive road blockages just came up. The whole industry changed sort of in the space of a year or so. And so the, the goal that we thought was there was just completely... Unachievable. Unachievable, completely. Yeah. So life was pretty good. You're flying helicopters over the Great Barrier Reef every day. Um, but there was a cost to this sort of line of work and it wasn't necessarily what you thought it was going to be. No, that's right. Like, to work uh, in that industry, I had to work every weekend. And unfortunately, I couldn't get to church. We had a nice church up there. Uh, but I had to make the decision to stop that, to become a pilot. You want to become a pilot, you work the hours they ask. So I thought, oh, I don't want to, but you know, I've come this far, so I better continue. Um, and I thought, oh, we'll be right. We're strong Christians. Louise will take the kids to church. I'll listen to a few sermons on the way up to the airfield every day. And we'll be right. And it was, yeah, it was good. I was listening to some different podcasts and things like that and thought my faith was going all right. But I think the combination of my career path stopping, um, there was no way forward for my career. Um, and me not being to church, my mental health started to really deteriorate over a few months. And it was like, what's this, this all been for? It's been a tumultuous time for the family. We moved about five times in five years. Yep. Uh, so it was hard and it's turned into nothing. Yep. My faith was kind of struggling because I wasn't at church and the family was struggling. We were away from, away from our support network and now the goal of career which had brought us there, was gone as well. Yeah. So. so in that low point, you made a pretty significant decision yeah, that I sort of began, a, began this whole yeah, journey. Yeah, it was the start Absolutely. of the beginning, really. I went into work one day and said, I need Sundays back. I need to get to church with my family. I've never really been quite open with my faith, but mm. I said, why do you want Sundays off? And so I, church is important to me and I need to be there. And they said, no. I said, no, I need Sundays off. And they said, no. I said, okay, here's my resignation, and I resigned. And everyone was like, but you've got the dream job. I said, no, I'm done. Like, I need to get my faith back on track, my family back on track. And, yeah, that's when we had those two or three kind of episodes mm -hmm. where we had those amazing encounters with God where we realised God's in this. Yeah. And... Um, so within the time you sort of resigned, within the space of a couple of weeks, you had that time of waking up in the middle of the night and the vision and yeah. things yeah. suddenly started happening also, in a spiritual way. Um, the next week after he resigned, we didn't really have a plan B, he just no, resigned. I, just, I, <laughs> um, I want to get to church and that was it. Uh, it was a step of faith. Um, I just took the kids to school on the Monday morning and I met a mother there, just got chatting to her and it turned out her husband was an architect and was looking for a part-time architect, which is what I do and um, she, she basically forced me to take a job like she rang him and put the phone in my face and said you have to talk to him he needs work um, and I just got this job that I hadn't even been looking for so that was also just an amazing um, just source of comfort for us I guess that it's okay God's got this you know yep. yes he's resigned but he's overseeing our life and then and then we had those other, you know, just a couple of um, encounters and then other things just started to, we just became a lot more aware of God actually um, providing for us and working for us and things falling into place that we went, it's okay, God is in control. Yeah. 
um, which was actually as hard as it was, um, just such a great thing to go through, you know? Like, it was really difficult, but I'm actually really pleased we had it because yeah. it really made us have to trust a lot. Mm. So after those experiences, did you stay in Cairns or what happened? What happened with your, you got a part-time job as an architect. Yep. You yeah, were you were unemployed. I was unemployed. <laughs> Life was great. <laughs> no, so um, I thought the answer was to go and become an airline pilot. That I would convert my helicopter license and go and try and get a job for Qantas. And I had a few friends in the industry. They said that was a great solution. So I thought, right, that's the answer. So um, we felt really good. Mm. Had those encounters with God. God was with us. I was going to become a Qantas pilot. And at the time, it was like, yeah, it all made sense. So I went and started to do that training. And it was going well for about a week. And then I don't know why, but my mental health went back again. And I just had zero peace over this whole situation. Mm -hmm. But I was like, God, I thought this was the answer. This is what I should be doing. And it got to the point where we were going to go down to Sydney for a few months just to reset, get work out where we were going to go again. And I had to do a flight test to get my fixed wing licence. It was all booked in. And I thought, right, I'll get my licence, we'll go to Sydney, sort everything out again. Left Cairns, beautiful sunny day, drove down to the airfield, which is about half an hour away, and the blackest cloud over the airfield. I was like, this is strange. Got to the flight school and the instructor said to me, well, I've never seen rain like this in the last 40, 50 years I've lived here. You're not going to get your license today. Sorry, mate. I'm like, I've got to get to Sydney tomorrow. Like, this has to happen. This is the plan. This is the solution. And mm -hmm. this is the way forward. And he's like, not today. And I drove home from that going, if this isn't God, then what isn't? You know, yeah. we ask God to come in into our lives and, and show us the way. And it felt like God was in there. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> God's making another decision for me. And at that point, I just threw my hands up and I'm like, I've tried to solve this from my perspective. I thought this was the right solution. Yeah. And obviously it's not. <laughs> and there was a big financial and like time cost to, yeah, yeah. to putting that off and saying, I'm not going to go for that. Yeah, I just spent a lot of money on this solution yep. and a lot of time. Louise was working full time while I was trying to convert my license across. And yeah, it cost us a lot of money. The, the whole time he was doing it, there was just no peace. It yeah. was really funny. Like we couldn't even really put our finger on it, could we? Mm. It was just like a constant battle, which didn't make sense to us because everyone had said, just, you know, convert your licence, everything. It just seemed like the right solution. Sure. Um, but we just had no peace over it. Mm. And then that mm. was kind of the last straw, really. Yeah. The All right. God, this is up to you. The cloud. Went to Sydney, great reset time. Mm. Spoke to our family and got back to Cairns. Still no solution, but I felt really good. <laughs> I was still unemployed, but... You actually did feel really good, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Quite strange. Not a worldly yeah. way to look at it. Yeah. But... Mm. Um, yeah, and then randomly I got a call from the, my, the old uh, helicopter rescue company in Cairns that I was working for years before I became a pilot. And they said, look, we don't normally do this, but we'd like you to come back and work for us casually. We heard you're unemployed. I said, thank you, Lord. All right, yeah. great. So that gave me some income for a while. And then we went down the path of I need a full-time job again and applied for jobs. I don't know how many jobs. I used the analogy of walking down the hallway and just opening every door, trying every door. Yeah. Some of them opened, some of them didn't even budge, and I just pursued everything. 
And here we are in sale. <laughs> so you landed a job in sale? Yeah. yeah. And it was a promotion, it was a pay rise, it was all those great things that went along with the job. Mm-hmm. But we had no idea where we were going. Yeah. But we truly felt we were led It was the here. only thing that, after trying all the different options, that just fell into place. And yeah. it's back in the air crewman role as a, in helicopter rescue, and which is what you actually really enjoyed. Um, and yeah, we just didn't, uh, it just worked out, you know, everything yeah. just completely fell into place. Um, and we arrived here having never heard of sale. <laughs> but since we've been here, we feel totally blessed. Yeah, great just, church, great community, yeah. great school. It's just, we yeah. couldn't be God's, happier. God's we felt like God came before us really sure. and prepared the way. And yeah. I think I, I told you yesterday how even when we flew out of Cairns, the date that we yeah. left was exactly seven years to the day that we arrived in Cairns, which yeah. is, I just can't see that that's a coincidence, yeah. you know, it was like a complete season, yeah. um, wrapping up, and it just gave me peace, because even now I think about that, because it, it was hard to mm. Cairns, and I still really miss it, because yeah. if we had seven years there, I raised our babies there, and um, I still miss it, but I still think back to that, and I go, no, that was a complete season, it's wrapped up, and I feel like even just that timing just yeah. helped me have peace over leaving, because yeah. it sort of was obvious to me. Yeah, that it's that been was, obvious that God's that had his hand on it. That yep. that season and now we're in our new season and then, I don't know, God has provided mm. and we're still learning. But um, And so if you had have got your fixed wing licence and got the dream, oh. where would you be today? Yeah. Unemployed. <laughs> have, have, yeah. What a blessing. Yeah. Like I did invest a lot of money into that yep. and mm. it would have been a lot more if I pursued that. And... Yeah. <laughs> We all know where the airline pilots are working at the moment. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and at the time we had no idea. We were really struggling with it. We were trying to work out why it was going to be, why it was such a bad idea. You know, yeah. it was hard to, we knew it wasn't right. We knew God was saying, don't do this, but we didn't really know why. And so when all this COVID happened and everything, it was quite an amazing realisation to us to look back and go, yeah. oh, wow. That's the thing with hindsight. He really protected us from mm. You can look something. back and say, I provided for you here, here, here and here. I stopped you going on this path. Yeah. And it's just so reassuring. I mean, by far, we don't have everything worked out at the moment. Well, I was going to say, so now life's pretty perfect for you guys, isn't it? (laughs) You got life sorted. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's a daily battle. Like, you know, just working through stuff and just my company's still going through some problems here in sale that I'm working for at the moment due to COVID. Uh, It's not looking good for the company. um, But... I've now come to a point of like, today's a today and let's see what happens tomorrow, but today's a good day and let's just run with that. The other great thing about this job um, that I meant to mention was it is a Monday to Friday job, you know, with all week, every weekend off, which is so rare in the aviation industry, isn't it? I mean, it's just so rare. So we just feel really pleased that he has this job where we can be at church, but you're still working industry that he wanted to be in and is trained to be in um but yeah but yes I mean, we're still we're still learning and I, yeah. it's it's been a challenge to have to hand everything over yeah yeah um yeah and so over this last six or so months what has what has god been teaching you or showing you or encouraging with or challenging you with um yeah, I find it, it's, it's kind of solidified my reliance on God 
I was trying to make plans back in Cairns. This is the way I think my life should pan out. Yep. But with COVID, you, can't even, you don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow. Mm. Like, we can't make plans to go and visit family in Sydney. We don't know when we're going to be able to do that again. And it just made me realise, again, that God's got the future sorted. Mm. Let's just work through today. Today's got enough problems mm. in itself. So yeah. um, it's been hard not being to church. Yeah. Not seeing everyone, but yeah. again, it's also you can see the positives in things as well. Like, mm. I think my my biggest thing that I've been pondering, probably while we've been in isolation as well, um, is just that fact that you know my plans are not um, God's plans, yeah. and that's been a big um, learning curve for me. I was always a uh, bit of a planner. <laughs> uh, I sort of craved stability and um, just wanted to be quite stable, I guess. And then we've ended up the last few years that, that not being our path. Um, so just, yeah, just realising that God's plans are different and, and it's his plans that I want to live by, mm. not mine, because yeah. he knows what's best for me, you know. Um, he created me, so I want to live the way he wants me to live. Um, and so I think the more I focus on that and the more I think about God, um, you know, it becomes more about him and less about me. Yeah. And then that's quite humbling. Like I've really had to humble myself and go, oh, well, you know, I'm just a little part of God's big plan. It's not actually about, about me. Yeah. Um, and that's been, yeah, just something I'm working through and, and sort of uh, it's been a good lesson to learn because then I, I feel as though I now have so much more peace over yeah. our situation and, and knowing that it's God's plan and, you know, things can change in a day. Look at what's happened this year with COVID. Um, and so, you know, my own plans and my own circumstances are so unreliable, yeah. um, but God's are so reliable. And so yeah. if I just put that trust mm. in him and humble myself, that's yeah. what I've learned. Yeah. And I think that's the thing I've been most encouraged about as I've talked to you guys about your story is... Um, it's so easy for us in Australia to be Christians. There's not, a, you know, we don't have to take big steps of faith. We don't persecute it for our faith. But you guys have taken a, a really proactive step in, in being faithful with what God's drawing you towards and, and making those decisions like not working Sundays and giving up your career and your, your livelihood for, for the sake of having a faith and keeping your family together. Mm. Um, I think, you know, that... That's really encouraging for me to to continue to to walk with God in that in that way to to not just take the easy way but to take God's way uh, and not just to let things slide like you were saying earlier to to let things go um, whatever's easiest but to say God what do you want what where are you taking me well, what's your plan for my life and I'm going to go that way even if it's tough even if it's hard and yeah that's um, the irony of it yeah it's been an awful few years. It's been really hard, mm. but on the flip side, I haven't felt closer to God yep. ever. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just a little yeah. bit confusing, but it's also so reassuring. Yeah. And just to continue to kind of see what God wants in each situation is the challenge. Yeah. And it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you guys so much for sharing your story and joining us this morning. Um, these guys have been part of our church for the last 12 months or so. Um, and you might not have met them, but now you know uh, probably a lot more about them than they know about you. But um, 
It's just an incredible blessing to hear each other's stories, and I really pray this has encouraged you this morning. And uh, I just want to pray for us as we close our time together this morning. God, we thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you that you are a God that leads us into the unknown. God, that you know what tomorrow holds, even when we don't. And God, I thank you that we can trust you. We can trust you with our careers, with our families, with our entire life. God, we can trust you with, with everything. And God, this morning we choose to again put our life in your hands, to surrender and say, not my will, but your will be done. God, we thank you for the incredible encouragement that Andy and Louisa have given to us this morning. And we pray that we might live with that sort of faith as well, that surrenders completely to your will and your plans. We thank you for this morning and for all you've done and all you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us at church this morning. It's been great to have you with us and why don't you join us on Zoom for our after party.